You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. Jeremy Kahn here for Nick Costas. It's You Better You Bet. Ken Barkley's here as always. BetMGM is the sponsor. It's on the BetQL Network. Now, we had um, kind of a market get set today. Is that what you were hearing, Ken? Well, there's uh, yeah, there's the uh, the NFL award markets are kind of always taken off the board and repopulated. They stay up in some places. The prices get adjusted in some places. This is kind of like the uh, the dead time on the the NFL calendar for sure. So some places that didn't have them up are going to start opening. Uh, a lot of the domestic books try to be first to open awards because it's good. It generates talking points like then people like me that do shows will reference those books and they get free publicity. So you kind of want to be first to open. But a market we've done a little bit of work on and I've actually seen some pretty crazy. I don't know if it's crazy price moves, but just like there's been movement one way or the other is comeback player of the year in the NFL. And this will be and I'll, Tyler, I'll come to you in a second for like the updated pricing and what you saw. This has the chance to be one of like the most weird touchy sensitive award conversations ever um because the favorite is demar hamlin and Mm -hmm. i think that's like a tough line for a lot of people that do content to walk like you know like you're when you're saying that you don't want to bet on a player or you do are you then saying something about that player that's like a tough thing for i think for a lot of people to do but look like we're betting show like there's an opportunity to make money on something like that's what we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. so um tyler i know you said and this was the inspiration this we're doing this segment like as basically spontaneously you said that uh a place that you frequent just put up for the first time uh opened up comeback player of the year and i what did, what did you end up seeing yeah so they just opened it up i've been waiting for this because i've been wanting to bet into this demore hamlin's minus 700 right now obviously that's the favorite russell wilson nine to one donald ten to one John Mechie, 16 to 1, Foster Moreau, 16 to 1, and just a whole list of players like Cooper Cup, Lamar, Darren Waller, Stafford that are just followed at huge prices behind DeMar Hamlin. So, yeah, Hamlin minus 700 at BetMGM, Hamlin's minus 350. You'll see somewhere in that range, most places that you go, the idea I've actually, I think there is one offshore that has Hamlin shorter, like 280 or 250. And, uh, and so this kind of speaks to like, how big of a certainty is it that DeMar Hamlin will win comeback player of the year uh, by by just returning to play for the Bills and by if he plays a game well, or two games or eight games, whatever? Jeremy, what do you think? Well, so I was just going to say this, and you guys tell me if I'm wrong in, in how I'm looking at it, though. Don't you feel like they want to give him the award? Like, is it weird to say if he plays, he doesn't even have to play well. He just has to play and that he could get this award? Well, what do you think? Do you, do you, do you think that if he just lets, uh, we'll create a really easy situation. Um, he plays, you know, a low number of snaps, but he's a part of the team. He travels with the team, plays a little bit. And, uh, 
and you know so sort of makes a comeback to play on an nfl field which is like an incredible accomplishment uh let's say he just does that doesn't isn't like particularly successful or doesn't do anything particularly substantial in terms of player performance um what do you think happens in that situation i think they give him the award i think he wins i really do i think this is something it was so national um and, and you know as we're reading here what alex wrote like physically hamlin said he's doing well and hopes to get back to playing football eventually but he told uh michael strahan that his emotional recovery will take longer and I think there's a lot to that, that you'd like to give this award to a player like that. Like, I, I feel like it's weird. Like, could Russell Wilson come out and look like he did in his Super Bowl year and have a low interception total, you know, a bunch of touchdown passes, be on a winning team and still not win this award? Cooper Cup won the damn triple crown for wide receivers, and he didn't win the MVP, but now he gets hurt early in the season. You're telling me he can't come back and look like Cooper Cup and should win the award, but if DeMar Hamlin comes back and plays – at any capacity for the full season, I think they give him the award. I'm sorry. That's how I feel. Tyler, it seems like you're kind of on the opposite side of this because you said you were dying to bet into the market. I'm guessing that means you were dying to not – you were trying to bet people who were not DeMar Hamlin to win. Who were like who were some other players that you were interested in? What do you kind of think? So, yeah, I thought maybe a couple of scenarios. Maybe they just like kind of just make up an award and call it like the DeMar Hamlin whatever award, and they'll just make up one and just give it to every year to an NFL player. Like, also, what if in like two weeks they're like, oh, we don't want him playing? That I feel like that's mm -hmm. definitely possible. Like, they're playing without equipment right now. They're just doing uh, helmets and pads. So, like, he's not even close to playing like actual football. So, like, maybe, let's say in two weeks they're just like, oh, we, he's, not, he's not good. We don't want him playing. This whole market's shifting. So players that I meet, I immediately – because I want to bend to this quick just in case, like, something weird happens. So players that stood out for me were, like, Cooper Cup, Stafford. Darren Waller was 50-1 to 1, I saw, which was kind of crazy. Uh, I mean, I don't – and there's a whole, a whole bunch of guys. That, I mean, Rashawn Gary is 50-1. to 1. I don't know if a defensive player is ever going to win it. Calvin right. Calvin Ridley, I mean, he came out from gambling. He's 30-1. to 1. <laughs> you, you really Tua think – Tua is 22-1. You, you think Calvin Ridley is going to win? You really think he's going to win? No, no, no idea. But that was just – he his name is one of the top guys on the list. Trey sure. Lance is another one, too. Like Trey Lance at forty to one, you're telling me you wouldn't bet that? Just in the case he wins this, wins the job. So I mean, on the opposite mm -hmm. side. Yeah. So, uh, Jer like I obviously I I think a bunch of stuff here too. But Jeremy, what do you think of that of that case? Oh, I. By the way, with everything I said, I could be a total square on this. I could be like overthinking no, I don't think myself. That's the case. I'm not, I'm not betting it. I just think that because of everything that went down, and this was a national story. Like there were there were people that aren't football fans that know the name Demar Hamlin that. I just think that if he plays, like, it's one of these weird things, too. Like, all, I think all he has to do is play. Like, even at his position, he's not putting up a ton of statistics, you know? Like, play, and I think they just give him the award. And that's what sucks for some of these other guys. Like, Lamar Jackson has a better shot of winning MVP than comeback player of the year, in my mind. Um, yeah. I don't know that he, like, you know, like, he played half the season. He still had decent numbers for half the year. Uh, I just think this is a DeMar Hamlin award, and I can't get past it. I'm not betting it, by the way, but... That's just what I think they do. Yeah, well, I, I think, you know, you're like, you're sort of, I, I kind of think you're both right in a way where, okay, like, why is his price so prohibitive? Because, you know, like, it's not about player performance at all, right? Like, that's, it's, you know, he could, he could win without doing anything that, like, helps the team win, I guess would be the right way to put it. Like, it's almost, he's on, like, a personal, he's, like, having a personal season. Like, there's the there's the yeah. Bill season, and then there's DeMar Hamlin's season. Like, those are two different things, right? And for, normally, for a player to win Comeback Player of the Year, like, there, it involves on-field performance, right? Like, Geno Smith won last year. He had to be really good. Um, and if he wasn't mm -hmm. good, he wouldn't have won. And Saquon Barkley would have won instead, or, you know, whatever. Someone else would have won instead. Uh, Christian McCaffrey would have won instead. 
but but Hamlin doesn't like his the bar he has to clear is different and it doesn't make it more incredible or less incredible than somebody when somebody else does but just like he's kind of like running a different race than the other guys are running and I don't I think that's what makes it fun to talk about as a handicapping an award is just like what what does he have to do in order to win what are the necessary criteria that he has to like okay if he you know is it is it as simple as like plays one snap in an nfl game like is that is that the bar that has to be cleared well uh maybe is it like that there has to be more than that can he win doing less than that like just being on the roster not even seeing the field right what if it's like an honorary thing like hey in week 18 we'll dress you and like, you know, almost like a Rudy situation, right? Where it's like, okay, like, does mm -hmm. he come in and play a snap? Is there a safety issue where that isn't, that can't happen? Like he can't actually be on the field. What happens in that situation? And I don't say that like he won't win. He could win in all of these situations, but it's totally uncharted territory for thinking about an award like this. That's what makes it so fun is it's not like, well, that one time in 1991, like we have no precedent to try to create prices on this. We have no idea. And I think what we're going to have to do is kind of just like let the voters guide us on what they think, right? Like at the halfway mark at the three quarter mark of the season, what, what is this? Like, what is this going to be? Like, See, I can't even hazard a guess. Right. And Ken, I think, I think the way Tyler was talking about betting it is like, I think he's right. But my only concern is exactly what you brought up that he comes in. What if he only plays four games? What if he doesn't again, what if you, what if he gets one game at the end of the year like, does that all of a sudden he came back? Does that give him the comeback play? And the reason I can't bet it, I'm not paying 350 on that when the guy may not even play. Like, what if something right. happens and they just say, there's hey, real concern. We notice here. something else. He may not so play. I, I can't bet it. Yeah. yeah. And I, yeah. And I like, like, I was good. I was thinking of Brees Hall too. And Tyler posted it in there. Like, he's in a perfect situation to come back and just blow up this year. And he looked great before they even had an Aaron Rodgers or some of the other weapons they brought in. Yeah. I, I in one sense, I, uh, so I kind of gave you some reasons why, like, I kind of agree with you that there, we don't really know what the criteria are. So maybe there's a, I say, I don't want to say a low bar to clear, like it's not incredible, but like a low bar to clear versus what other players have to do statistically in order to win is probably the right way to put it. Like he can record zero tackles and win. And that's not true for these other players. Like they can't do that because they're not coming back from the same thing. And so like, that makes it tough to try to figure out. Uh, I do agree with Tyler in one thing, but this is one of the reasons why I haven't been into the market either. Like, this is the most like if you if you thought you had the guy that you that could win that was not hamlin for whatever reason say he doesn't play say the voters choose to go in a different direction it doesn't really matter but like say you had a guy that you really liked and you thought his price was really likely to drop this is like the most these guys can be like he's minus 700 like there really isn't a lot of up from there even like even if he plays like okay what's gonna go to minus a thousand that's almost the same thing so in terms of where the prices are likely to go, like one reason to make a bet, right? One reason to make a bet is you, bet is you think you know what's going to happen. Uh, the other reason to make a bet is you think the price is likely to change in your favor. Like, do we think a 700 is going to, okay, but it can't even go a lot higher realistically. So it's almost like, is this stretched already to the point where even if you like some other guys, Tyler's kind of saying, this is the time to bet them because this is almost the most Hamlin can be realistically early in the season, late in the season. He can be unbettable minus 10 million because like we already have polling and he's come back and all this stuff. But before the season starts, I don't think he can be more than this. So it, it's kind of like, I agree with Tyler in that way. Like Tyler wants to get in the market right now in case what if Hamlin doesn't play huge correction. My problem is I don't know who the guy is. I want to try to bet 
Like, I don't, I don't like any of these candidates very much. That's my problem is I just, I can't talk myself mm-hmm. into any of these guys. Definitely not Lamar. Like definitely not Ridley. Definitely not like Russell Wilson. Really? Like we think on this show, we think Jared Stidham might start halfway through the year. Russell Wilson. Like what, what, what's that? I hope Ridley has Cooper the most Cup. amazing year this year. <laughs> I, just, I, don't, I don't know. It's, it's all of it's possible. So, uh, and then the other part of this award that I just think is interesting and this is one of those I mentioned. This is an award without precedent. Tyrite Stafford. It's interesting, but like, Mm-mm. do do we think Stafford's playing the whole year? Like, I don't. They're such a weird team. I don't know if he's playing. Like, I know he says he's playing and he looks great. Like, oh, okay. He's like really old with like nineteen back injuries. Like, is he's gonna play? I I don't know. And then Cup is obviously the other guy. Like two guys Cooper on the same Cup team. Can you, yeah. Can you tell they were bad yeah. last year? They, they're starting quarterback and wide receiver who won Offensive Player of the Year the year before are both on the comeback player of the year list. How do you think the Rams season went last year? Uh, Both coming back. So the other thing about the award, though, real quick, that's why this year is going to be so interesting, is the entire history of the award is that it goes to someone who had a really good statistical season. The entire history of the award. Like, it doesn't, it has never gone to someone (laughs) who was just okay. But the story was incredible. And people are going to be like Alex Smith. Like, Alex Smith was like a starting quarterback. Like, that's totally different than this. And that's the only example that you can provide. Be like, well, Eric Berry had like, Eric Berry's an all pro player. Like, that's not Mm -hmm. this, not this. Yeah. Like Alex Smith is the only thing close. He's a starting quarterback. Like, it's not, it's just not this. So like, he was, it's not that DeMar Hamlin won't win. (laughs) Well, it's just, it's not, and I don't, I don't bring this up as like, that's anti Hamlin winning or anti like betting him or anything. Just that that speaks to the fact that this is like a situation without precedent. Like this is a, an mm-hmm. award situation where like, I don't know what way we go here. And usually in situations like that, it's kind of like, listen to the voters. And if, if, they, if they are like, if there's a hundred percent of votes at you know week nine and it's just Hamlin, then that's what it is. And I'll probably not have a cent in the market because he'll be a huge favorite the whole time. If that's not what it is, then that's where you get really interesting. And I don't know which way it's going to go. Well, see, I'm a little weird on this, and, and maybe I'm wrong in how I think uh, with the future market. But I like I don't want to bet on a heavy favorite at the beginning of the future market. I would rather wait to see if it changes, to see if there's any value. Because if well, it how's goes it going to change in your up, favor? Like, how's, how, where, I, but that's what, what room I, is there for it, this to change in your favor? Well, at Tyler's book, it's minus 700, minus 300 at BetMGM. Like... I mean, yeah, like a minus 300 can go to minus 700 to minus 1,000 to off the board. Sure. But like, I'm okay, talking also in they, general. I'm not talking about this specifically. Yeah. But I, but I know what you mean, though. You know what right? I mean? Like, it's like, you don't want to bet a big favorite well, like, for, like in, in any for, situation, I think is kind of what you said before with baseball, right? Yeah. I would rather bet someone plus money. Like, I, I was going to give the example, like, Gunnar Henderson was plus 300 at the beginning of the year, and then he went to, what, 35 to 1 or whatever, and now he's back up near that number again. But if I'm paying, like, minus 350 were the best odds, there's so many things that could go wrong for me to lose that bet that I'm paying 350 on to win 100 bucks. I've got so many better ways I could win 100 bucks. Now, depending on what you want to put down. Um, yeah. So that's why, like, I love the conversation about this, but me, Mentally, I can't get past it. I would, I would pass on this bet. Yeah, I think, I think I would pass on the market too. But I think what mm-hmm. I bring this up only because it's the prices are changing a little bit. Everything is kind of like we're going to start. People are going to start <laughs> talking about this when football starts, and when that happens, yeah. Tyler, we can't pass. Well, like some of us like to make that. bets for sure more than others. Yeah. Um, but just like this is going to start to become a thing 
possibly, and like as we start to get news about him, it's going to end up being one of the more interesting award conversations because it's not something we've literally ever seen before in the history of the league. Are we doing sports movie trivia next? Is that what's coming up? Yeah, let's the take program? a break from hardcore betting. Let's do that. We'll, we'll do that. It's You Better You Bet. Stay tuned. We're going to do some sports movie trivia. It's going to be fun right here. Ken Barkley, Jeremy Kahn, it's You Better You Bet right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.